0: Hello, and welcome to the Diet Canna Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Lundahl, and if you are listening for the first time, this is a cannabis-influenced podcast talk show, also under the influence of Diet Coke, my favorite beverage. So before we begin, let me take a sip with you of this favorite beverage of mine. Oh, what a lovely sound. Mm. So hydrating after the smoke that just exhaled out of my lungs outside here in this beautiful forest preserve that I'm in right now. I took a picture just before starting this podcast and... It is just so beautiful. So if you'd like to see that photo, this setting that I am currently in, you can check out my Instagram for this account, for this podcast. Excuse me. And that is Dietcanna, D-I-E-T-C-A-N-N-A, over on Instagram. We have a lovely Instagram filter uh, on our account that... Embodies the idea, the mindset, the warmth, the earthiness and the love of this show, and the vibes that I want to put out there in the world, at least in the visual spectrum of a audio-only podcast. Today is going to be a very interesting episode, as we have some kind of idea of what I want to talk about, three specific categories but it's also a controversial episode because the last topic is a is that of a person in time that was quite honestly just brutal and evil and vile and a disgrace to the idea of the word human, unfortunately. And I, I hate using words like that, and I hate using words like hate, but unfortunately, the way that the world played out and the way that this person played out their life and the lives of others, I have no hesitation in saying that I hate this man, or this man that was. Also, before we fully dive into these subjects, I want to make a firm stance that I do not tolerate racism or hate or degradation of any kind. I believe that all humans are equal. And without getting into the whole systematic racism topic that really runs our lives these days and thankfully it does I do believe that all lives matter now take that with a grain of salt and don't take it out of context because if you will I will hold you accountable for such but I believe that for all lives to matter black lives must matter Jewish lives must matter, and you'll understand why I say that now, but all lives in this world have purpose. They have a meaning. They are true, and they are beautiful, and I wish love to every person listening to this podcast. I hope that everyone that is affected by my life feels love coming from me. I have my downfalls, and I am not a perfect person, but I hope people feel love me, and the love that I emit into the world, and the love that I feel in the world. That said, three topics. Art. What is it? We'll talk about what my viewpoints on the idea of art is, and the idea of separating the art from an artist and the difficulty in between that as well. Then we will talk about leadership and we will only spend a very brief amount of time on leadership before we get to our third subject. But I want to talk about the idea of what leadership is, what it takes to be a leader and what a great leader looks like and what traits they must have. Not about whether or not the leader itself is a good leader or a bad leader, a leader for evil or a leader for good, but rather what it takes to be a leader of either. And our third topic will be of Adolf Hitler not specifically Adolf Hitler as in the leader or the politician but about his art not the art of anything other than physical art but that he was an artist an artist that faced rejection like many of us I do not wish to give you reason to have empathy for this man that is no longer here, but rather to talk about it, because I feel like in this modern world, it's not talked about, and I choose to look at all perspectives, not just a single And so, as I evolve through my high right now in this moment, I feel my voice literally vibrating through my soul, and I hope you can feel it as well. And you know, there's a sip of this diet coke, though I'll tell you that much. Mm. It's interesting when you don't have to focus on a an angle or a filter or an edit. You don't have to focus on a, a video or a, any kind of concept behind it, but rather just a unscripted, unedited format of voice and speaking it out in the world. What you start to think about, what you start to look at in the world. It's a very fascinating thing to be recording this podcast and to be making these episodes. So I hope you enjoy them. And know that my podcasts are very loose in fiction, but they are also very loose in fact. Just simply my opinions, my perspective that I wish to share with you. And at some point in time, maybe with others on the actual show itself. All that said, art. What is art? surely there's many de- definitions as to what is art, and to you there may be your definitions of what is good art and what is bad art, but as an artist myself, you would think that I'd be able to define art, but real, really, in reality, no one can define art. Art is a It's a format, it's a subject, it's a person, it's an action. Art is a physical representation. It is a lack of everything and absolutely nothing, all in the same tone. There are many things that make art what it is, but let me hide my pipe as I see this police officer over here. No idea why they're here. But they are. Literally have no idea why. Oh. This cop just happens to be taking a piss in the outhouse, I believe. It's just weird that they're stopping here. Anyways. <laughs> I always get a little paranoid whenever I'm in a car. Although I am not smoking in the car. I am sitting in a forest preserve talking to you inside of the car. I think there's a big difference there. Anyways. Back to the idea of art. I believe that art is art simply for its existence. Oh, fuck, what was that? I believe that art is art simply for its existence. Art does not exist without it existing, if that makes any sense. I know it literally is exactly what it is, but art that doesn't exist isn't... I mean, theoretically, art that doesn't exist is art that is yet to be made, and in a way, I might believe that that is art in its own right, but that's traveling down a different dimension than the dimension I'm choosing to travel down at this moment in time. As you can tell, I'm very high. I hope you can understand this. There are many perspectives about art. Art could be leaves falling from a tree. Birds chirping to one another, creating beautiful, organic music. It could be The art of cutting a pig, and the word would be butcher. You could look at the art of playing a guitar, the art of drinking Diet Coke, the art of speaking. Speaking in a podcast. There's the physical representation of art. There's painting and sculpting, and there's designing. There's illustrating. There is many forms of art But for me, art is what it is simply for it existing. If art didn't exist, we would have no way to perceive said art. Someone might be able to look at art and say, that is not art, that is not beautiful, that doesn't make any sense, it's too simple. It is art. To me, art stimulates a conversation. Art exists, but without a conversation, a perspective of art, is the art even there? Or is it simply existing? I don't know. And that's the simple fact, as I just do not know. But art will forever be, as long as there is a perspective, in my opinion. And your perspective may be that a red dot on a cream-colored canvas is just a red dot on a cream-colored canvas, but someone else might look at it and see a cherry, or a balloon, or a tomato. Someone might see a kid's plastic ball. Someone might see an apple. Someone might see any number of things. But the fact that there's a perspective at all is art. So whenever someone tells me that they don't like art or that they don't enjoy art or they don't have a a fascination by art, I beg to differ. Because there is a perspective of art whether or not you have that perspective. If you choose not to have the perspective about art itself, that is a perspective of art itself. You are choosing to deny the art. But anytime you do witness art in and of itself, there is a perspective formed whether you choose to share it or not. Whether you are honest with yourself or honest with the world or not at all on either account, art is. Art was and it shall be. Welcome to part two. This is our second segment, and it's only seconds away from the last second that you heard from the last clip literally recorded in continuation, but separated into parts so that I can easily just put it in without having to edit it into separate parts. And when I say that it's an unscripted, unedited show, it is. I'm just talking about when there are different segments, it's selected into different portions, different, I think you understand. It's still an unscripted show, obviously. I'm going to take another sip of my Diet Coke. I'm dehydrated. Which is a fascinating thing because Diet Coke is actually dehydrating. It's loaded with caffeine, and theoretically, as I'm sitting here drinking this and thinking I'm getting hydrated, I'm not. I'm simply getting more and more dehydrated. Anyways, that was our first segment on art. I feel like I dragged it on a lot and said the same things many times, but I think it drives the point home that art is what it is, and it is for its mere existence. Now leadership leadership is a fascinating thing. Many people think that if you are a leader, you it's resembled around the idea of being a good person. A around being someone that you should follow, someone that resembles character and morals that are worthy of following rather than leading, and that's what makes a great leader. And some would be right. And in theory, they are right. I mean, a great leader can be defined as a great leader in many different ways, but a truly great leader needs many things I think that the most important quality for a not important per se to be a good leader as in like a true, genuine you know what I mean a good leader as in like not evil what an interesting word evil is vile actually is just the same word just rearranged it's quite fascinating they're like in and of the same thing anyways to be a good leader it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be good inside I like the way that was put that works anyways I think that the most valuable thing to making a great influential person, and when I say influential, that is another great word for the word leader, because leader doesn't necessarily mean that you are a good person leading the world. It just means that you are an influential person. And to be influential, to be a great leader, you need to be a great communicator. You need to be able to be incredible at public speaking. You need to be able to show a range of emotions at the right time, but in most times, you need to show decisiveness. That courage, that bravery, that whatever you want to call it. That Idea that you would associate with a typical good leader. You need those things. And I guess we'll tie our third topic into this second segment as well because both subjects, art and leadership, kind of follow into the idea of who Adolf Hitler was. I don't support the Nazi party. I never have and I never will, but I am simply talking about the idea of what Adolf Hitler accomplished. I don't believe that he was a great person by any account, but that he was a great leader. And I don't think you can argue with me on that. He was a phenomenal speaker. He had a phenomenal presence to lead an entire country into this state of mind of killing millions of people just because they were not the same as them. And that's a remarkable thought in and of itself. It's a scary thought. It's a horrific thought. It is disgusting and Utterly a disgrace. But when it comes to the idea of what a leader is, Adolf Hitler was one of the greatest leaders of all time. He brought about the most change, and it was not necessarily good change, and not a good change at all. But the idea of what it makes to be a great leader, Hitler checked all the boxes all the box, all the boxes. And again, I said this is a controversial subject, so if you feel any point in time that you need to smoke some weed, I highly recommend it. Emphasis on the word high in that word highly. I need more Diet Coke, though. Which I think is going to be a trend in the rest of this podcast because it is dehydrating me. And, side topic, just for a quick moment, quick break here. Um, I have a nicotine addiction. I smoke cigarettes, and I vape, and I do a mixture of both, and I have been trying to quit for some time, but I again am human and I have my downfalls and my failures. And one of those is my nicotine addiction. But in this moment, talking about these subjects with you, there is nothing I long for more than a cigarette. So I'm going to roll down my window, and you might hear some street traffic as we go, and the police officer has finally left the parking lot. And now I have this roundabout simply to myself. I'm lighting a cigarette, though. and now he's gone, gone, gone. Okay. That's all I wanted to talk about as far as leadership and Adolf Hitler. Again, I said it was going to be a short segment on that because that's not why I'm recording this podcast in this moment in time. It's very interesting. I I really have no plan for these podcasts. I don't think about them very much. I was simply sitting in my bed watching Captain America, actually, and you can't ignore the resemblance between the idea of the Nazi party in World War II and Hitler and uh, the red face, the red, what's his name? Who the fuck knows? That guy. And I was sitting there, and just kind of curious, an idea, a thought, a question came to mind. What was the Nazi Party like before Hitler? What did it stand for? What, did it, what happened? And I don't want to get into it. I really don't. But that was the question that led me to stumble upon Hitler and the Nazi party, and eventually I landed on a subject a little bit more timid. A sad story, a beautiful story, a sad story, but also pertaining to Hitler. And that is Hitler the artist. Some of you may already know that Hitler was an artist. That was his first dream in life was to be an artist even as a kid what he wanted to do was produce art and I find that very interesting I don't know if you've ever looked at Hitler's art but if you have a phone or I mean if you have a phone you're listening to this podcast who the fuck am I thinking about right now Look up Hitler's art, his paintings specifically. They are art. Again, by my definition from earlier, art is art for its existence. I guess I never touched the subject of separating the art from the artist, but I think it's better to do it after me talking about Hitler and his art. Because it's one of the greatest examples of... The absolute vile person that was Hitler, but also the fact that he was an artist before that person, but all at the same time being that same person over the span of his lifetime. It's fascinating. Now, hopefully you've po- taken the time to pause the podcast at this point in time and go and research and look at some of his paintings and some of the art he's produced. One specific piece caught my eye, and it apparently it's about, it's, it's two men that are standing in front of hallways and through corridors or doorways, if you will. I saw it as two men standing in front of... Uh, infinity of mirrors, you know, when you take two mirrors and you set them up in front of each other and they create this parallax, this infinity. I don't know. That's what I saw. But then again, art is about perspective. And it fascinated me. Because when you look at that painting, you don't see the the anger, the rage, the the hatefulness in Hitler. You rather see a more... a an emotive soul, a person filled with many things sad and true, dark and beautiful, but not in the way of killing millions of people, but rather in a sort of melancholy kind of way. It's poetic. An image is worth a thousand words, but it's worth no words if it didn't exist. an image is worth a million words, words that cannot even be described because we don't know all the words to existence. And there's more things that can describe existence than the words that we have in existence. And maybe next week's topic will be about my perspective on words. Because that's a very interesting topic. A very philosophical question, even though it doesn't really need to be. Anyways. It fascinates me that Hitler, like everyone on this earth, other than the animals and Mother Earth, and also for my setting here, I chose nature specifically, simply because I needed something calming. Something pure to guide my soul through this podcast I believe in a higher power and that higher power for me is nature, the earth, mother earth specifically the home in which we inhabit the place in which we live the energy the force that gives us life without the earth we would not exist and Without the Earth, art wouldn't exist. At least on the Earth. Because I can't help but believe that we're not alone in this world. And that could be another topic. But... Hitler, like many artists, faced rejection. Now, there's a difference between, you know most artists facing rejection and dealing with it and overcoming that rejection and another thing for it to turn into killing millions of people but before any of that I want to tell you the story in case you didn't know Hitler was a artist he painted, he drawed He drew, I should say. He wanted to go to school for art at the Academy of Fine Arts in Vienna, but was rejected despite going through the first phase of the application process. He was denied twice on the second part under more excruciating detail and whatnot. But when you look at these artworks by Adolf Hitler, you honestly begin to wonder who the fuck was judging his art. Because I mean, his art is his art was his his paintings, his his physical artworks were beautiful. They were exquisite not simply for their mere existence, but my own perspective, separating the art from the artist, which is a very hard thing to do, was that his art was beautiful. Now, granted, they they did try to tell him to go to architecture school because most of his art was revolving around architecture, but it's beautiful art of architecture and architecture is art in and of itself sculptures sculptures in which we live sculptures in which we sing and dwell although that's the same thing as living the dwell part anyways either way his art to me was a beautiful thing and it makes you wonder and this is all an idea of what if, and I understand that it's not, but what if he didn't face that rejection? What if he was accepted into art school? We may not even exist. The world may be completely different than what it is and where it is, for sure, most definitely. It would be. It just would. But if Hitler was an artist... For the remainder of his life. If he wasn't rejected. From the school. That he longed to go to. If he didn't face. Rejection twice. Where would we be now? Where would he be? Probably still dead. But. Maybe a master. Maybe not. But it does make you wonder. It makes you wonder if his upbringing, if his whatever, his rejection, call it. It's no justification for anything that he did in his lifetime. It's no justification for who he became. But it does make you wonder what influence judgment has in a world such as ours. In a time such as that, but in a time such as now. It makes you reflect on where we are as a society and the hate in the world. It makes you wonder if there is the thought of it is disgusting, but If there is a young Hitler-like-minded person brewing somewhere in a time such as now or in a time that is yet to come that has faced or will face rejection and trial and judgment and become the person that Hitler did, it's a scary thought, but history repeats itself. It always does. It doesn't happen in the same exact way. It doesn't occur every time in the same manner. But history does come back around, and it will happen again. I've faced rejection. I'm sure you've faced rejection. Every person in this world faces rejection and trials in their lives. But it makes you wonder... What the world would be like without it, and how beautiful of a time such a piece would be. It's all very fascinating. So, as I take that sip of Diet Coke, I want to talk about separating the art from the artist. I believe it's possible because I choose to see the beauty in the world and in past worlds and in worlds that may not exist or do exist or could exist or will exist or will not exist at all. I try to see the beauty because there are many beautiful things in the world and there are many, many beautiful things in this moment. Wherever you are in this moment in time, if you look around, you could see the beauty if you chose to, if you took the time to look for it. If you opened your perspective, made a shift in your perspective, allowed an idea, a perspective to emerge from your soul, you could see the beauty in almost anything. But separating the art from the artist, I believe I can do it. Not many can. Although, in this modern world, excuse me for burping, it's kind of hard not to, you know? I mean, there are many artists that I really do not, and when I say artist, I mean in many terms, that I do not agree with, that I did not agree with, that I that are that were awful people or that had awful mindsets, that had awful teachings and ideas to share with the world. But when you separate the idea of the art being the artist and it just being art, because art is art for it being itself, again, it is its existence. The art is created by something or someone but the art itself is what it is the, an interesting example would be if you were to have a child you would love and care for that child hopefully you would but if that child became a serial killer or a thief Do you separate that it is your child from it being a thief or a killer? Would you be able to still love unconditionally your child? Understand that there is many things wrong with that child if that child ever had such problems. but still be able to love your child. I don't know. Some may, some may not. Again, it's really up to human perspective and opinion. But you could look at someone like Kanye West. There are many things that I do not agree with, with Kanye West and the way that he represents the world and... Uses his platform in many ways that I find harming. Not to get into a, a subject on Kanye West, but I love his music. R. Kelly is a rapist. Maybe not a rapist, but a, a sect, or maybe it was rape. I, I can't, I, I don't. Tr- try to look into it. But R. Kelly had sexual allegations to some extent, and R. Kelly, by the definition of my moral standards, is a bad person. But I still enjoy his music. Donald Trump, even. And I hate Donald Trump. Oh my god, do I hate Donald Trump. I mean, some would say Donald Trump is the new Hitler. I wouldn't take it that far, but I think he has the potential to become the new Hitler. But no two people are the same. It would be different circumstances, different times, different ideals, and it's not right to compare one person to another. But there are many things that I hate about Donald Trump, there are many philosophies that I hate about his his principles and what he chooses to share with the world. But on one positive note that I can think of, he has made some beautiful buildings. He just has. In my opinion, from, arch- from an architectural standpoint. It's interesting how much architecture we've talked about about these things two vile people in history but I mean with the exception of him plastering his name all over these buildings in such a grotesque way he has made some beautiful buildings and in a way you can separate I mean he didn't make them himself he didn't design them himself but he produced them in some form or fashion And they are part of history now. And the art does exist. And I find it beautiful. But I don't find Trump beautiful himself. You know? It's interesting. Can you find... a way to separate that ideal a person from an essence and the work of that person in an artistic way from their person and their soul It's a question up for debate, and it's a question for you. I think it would be very interesting if I opened this discussion to you. Again, this is a one-way podcast, so you can't speak back to me, but over on Instagram, you can open that conversation again. That doorway, if you will. I think I'll post a few of his paintings. Hitler's paintings, that is not to advocate for the name of Hitler, but rather to start a discussion. I won't address who made these paintings, but rather, that will be a place where you can start this discussion. I think there are many beautiful things in this world and art is of the highest. Mother Earth produces art every day. Space is a masterpiece. Unwaiting. Or waiting to be unraveled, rather. Unwaiting? Is that even a thing? Could be. In another dimension. In another space. In space. Or something other than space. Avoid within a void. Who the hell knows? I don't. Did I say I was seeking the last sip? Well, huh. I was wrong on that, because as I get more and more dehydrated, I need more. You know what I'm saying? Anyways. Thank you for listening, if you've listened so far, and this far. I know we talked about some hard subjects, some subjects that no one really likes to talk about. But I wanted to talk to you about the idea of what art is, and what art is to me, and what art could be to you. Art can mean one thing to me, but it can mean anything to you. And even if art means nothing to you, It means everything to the world. Because if art means nothing to you, that's a perspective of art itself. And that perspective that you have on art, of it not being something beautiful or whatever, is a perspective that will change your life. It will influence your life. And no matter what perspective you have, you will have one. And that's a very beautiful thing. Art is a very beautiful thing. It's many beautiful things. And I'm thankful for its existence. I'm also thankful for Diet Coke and weed and this election coming up. So as I close this podcast out if you live in the United States and you are over the age of 18 hopefully you are because this is a cannabis themed podcast Pot-cast, if you will because that's the name of the show the Diet Canon Podcast please vote please vote the election is in 10 days from the time of me recording this, and hopefully this, this episode will be up today. But please get out there and exercise your right to vote. Despite our potential political differences, I think it is an absolute need to vote. If we don't exercise our right to vote, why have a system for voting? There are many people in this world that would like to choose or have the ability to choose their leaders or have a say in their government, but they are afforded no rights. And as someone that can see those people that wish to have said rights, I feel the need to be able to exercise mine. If I don't exercise my rights to say what I believe, and and stand for what I do I have no reason to complain and I have no ability to complain not that I want to complain but rather there are certain things I stand for and there are certain things I won't tolerate and hate is definitely not a thing that I will tolerate of any essence so as I close out this podcast I wish you much love always I wish for you to feel love and I wish for love to be felt by you I hope that you share this love with the world I hope you find the beauty I hope you see the art (laughs)